And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Party people, it is nearly 10 to 7 in the evening in the UK, depending on where you're watching this. It's a Friday night, Friday night. Uh, I'm about to sample for the first time my homemade limoncello. Now, I haven't tried this yet, so I'm a little bit nervous. Never tried, never made it before, but I figured it was a good as time as ever to try it. So. Fuck it. Make it worthwhile. Chin chin. So, I'll top the contest. Don't waste any of it, do we? <laughs> so, hair in it, nice. Chin chin. Fuck you know. Beer strong. Welcome to the No Dunks Drop Podcast on the Athletic Network. It's Friday, January 6th, 2023. Happy Armenian Christmas to everyone. I'm J.E. Skeets here in the Classic Factory. And alongside me, as always, we got Tass Mellis. <sighs> Podcast listeners, this is for you. And all other Orthodox who are celebrating today. <laughs> mm, well, Not that, just the Armenians. I thought that was the 7th. They're, they all celebrate it now. The Russians are doing shots like that guy right there, right now. Uh, next to Tassie is the bearded woman, Top Shot Hot Boy, Trey Kirby. Hey yo, hey yo, and making the magic happen, super producer JD. Hello, there he is, and here we are. Shout out to the stream team joining us live right now on YouTube. Make sure you like the video, subscribe to No Dunks on YouTube, and comment away there in the stream team. Get your No Dunks merch over at NoDunks.com and send in your questions and comments to No Dunks at TheAthletic.com. Best way to email them in, or you can tweet them in at no dunks inc. That's INC on the end. On today's drop, Tass, you got worst of the week Absolutely. nominees. Absolutely. All right. Trey, you got five star fun, I guess. Yeah, I do. I got it. Good. I'm just going through the rundown, making <laughs> yeah, sure everybody yeah. has all their stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, we didn't I like do to a wait until the show starts to make sure of all this stuff. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we'll, I guess, touch on last night's NBA blowouts. Quickly. What a night in the league. Yeah, it was maybe one of the worst nights of the NBA season, really. <laughs> it's when up you, there. When you look at the actual results. But anyway, we've got some uh, first All-Star voting results to talk about. LeBron James and Kevin Durant, they lead their respective conferences in those first fan returns. Okay. When it comes to the NBA All-Star voting. Fans account, by the way, for 50% of the vote to decide the All-Star starters. NBA players and then the media account for 25% each. So just because, you know so-and-so is leading or second or third or out of the running doesn't mean they can't get in there as a starter but let's look at them specifically each conference here and then we'll talk about surprises i guess omissions whatever you want we'll go with the western conference guards here it is nice board jerome uh curry and luca are your two leading western conference guards by by a substantial amount right, <laughs> when, it right. comes, lead. when it comes to the fan votes uh john morant in third SGA there in fourth. Okay, let's go to the West front court players, your bigs. Uh, LeBron, like I said, is the leading vote getter there in the West, followed by the Joker 
And then also eclipsing 2 million votes right now, Anthony Davis with the Lakers. Zion, though, right there on his heels. And we're looking for three, obviously, when it comes to the front court. So uh, get us started here, Tass. Any, hmm. any, what's your biggest surprise, I guess, when it comes to the fan returns for the Western Conference? Not going to start talking about the Lakers quite yet. Shea Gilgis-Alexander. Shocking that he's fourth. The OKC guard basically has the same amount of votes as John ja Morant. Yeah, that, that is shocking. And 400,000 over Clay Thompson. Big market Clay. This is a tiny market in OKC. 600,000 over Lillard. 700,000 over Booker. I just didn't think I'd see the day where Shea would be up <laughs> so freaking high. Is it because he has a really long last name? I'll pick the guy with the long last name. I I don't know what the reasons. Obviously, he's been incredible. Yeah. Worthy of the spot. I think it's the power of TikTok. I, got, I I don't really know for sure, but he's got the cool factor. I think he's just like a new kid on the street in terms of uh, NBA popularity, and I think TikTok is propelling him. But you can't vote through TikTok. Nah, but, but he's, he's saying... getting the name. He's okay. getting his name out in TikTok. Our, our Shea Gilgis-Alexander videos are doing very well on TikTok. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I, don't, I don't do the trends on TikTok, but I imagine he's up there maybe just because he's got a great hashtag Shea. Uh, dropping over over others. Anyways, I think maybe it's I, I years think of part. me saying he should be an all star. <laughs> yeah, small part. Can uh, I take a little uh, bit of credit? You can take some credit. Hundred thousand plus votes. No, but but if we look across the board, we talked about. I, I, I briefly mentioned we didn't talk about it because I didn't want to talk about it quite yet. But the big markets do have some power, and the fact that he has four hundred thousand over Clay when you see guys like Anthony Davis and LeBron James kicking ass, I think is uh, surprising to me. And uh, you know, we'll get to some of the other small markets. I'm sure we will, that aren't doing as well here in the Western Conference. The Kangs. Where are the Kangs at? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's your biggest surprise here before we can get into the minutiae here? I don't know if it's a surprise, but my takeaway is that uh, the Western Conference needs to play small in the All-Star game because mm. they should start Curry, assuming he's back healthy, yep. Doncic, Ja, LeBron, and Jokic. Sorry to Anthony Davis. He was having an All-Star season, but he's missed quite a bit of time. He's getting a little bit of an L.A. bump here. It just doesn't feel like the front court in the Western Conference is a three-player front court right now. Yeah. And you would much rather have three guards here. So, Lucas Tall, let's call him a front court player just for this week, or just for this year. But the other surprise, I would say, is Lowry Markkinen coming in seventh. Yeah. Obviously, as we saw last night, a 49-point game. The guy's having an all-star-like season. Mm -hmm. Feels like he's going to make the team at the very least. But for Utah to come through, put him in the top seven in the Western Conference frontcourt voting, pretty nice. Who do you think the media will vote for when it comes to that frontcourt in the West? Because, yeah, sure, LeBron will probably still get – he'll get definitely enough player votes. And likely still even the media will have him top three to, to warrant a position there. But when we get to, like, Anthony Davis or Zion, or does the media go someone else? Sabonis, Markkanen. Maybe Paul George. Um, like, what do you think? Where will they go with that one? Because you know it's going to be LeBron and Jokic. I mean, they're locks. Those guys are locks. Uh, yeah, just overall, it'd be hard to see two Lakers starting in in the All-Star game, I would say. As, as a number 12 seed, it would be difficult for me to, to fathom two guys starting. But as you said, it, besides LeBron and Jokic, Davis has a good shot because all those other guys aren't overwhelmingly good candidates because Zion is hurt. Uh, because Paul George's team is kind of middling. Lowry is definitely deserving, but he's also on a 500-ish team. Where will they go? Sabonis is a possibility. I'm, it's probably split amongst all those guys. Mm. I mean, I don't I don't think there's one favorite. 
Yeah, it's weird with AD and Zion both now being injured because yes. AD's played 25 games. His numbers are unreal, even yep. though they're on a, a bad Lakers team, at least record-wise. 27-12-3 on nearly 60% shooting, and the Lakers are 17-21. and And Zion played 29 games you know, before this latest injury here with the hamstring. 26-7-5 on nearly 61% shooting on a much better Pelicans team at 24-14, and missing Brandon Ingram for a good chunk of this season, too. Um, but, again, he's injured, so... Does the media go, well, then Sabonis is that third front court guy. And I don't think it will even matter still because he's not even being seen on the votes when it comes to the fans. And I'm not sure the play, I don't know what the players do with that, let's say, third selection in the front court after LeBron and the Joker. Yeah, it definitely feels like the fan go- vote will pull Anthony Davis through. Or, I mean, I guess Zion could pass him up in the next couple of weeks as yeah. well. Uh, but there's going to be so many potential media votes for different guys like you're saying Sabonis I think Jaron Jackson Jr. will get a lot of votes he hasn't played a ton of games yet but as the season goes on as we get closer to uh the all-star break he'll be you know passing up Anthony Davis that kind of thing I think he's deserving of votes but there's not one single guy who you're voting for number three here which means that the vote is going to matter big time yeah uh all right let's move over to the uh eastern conference then we'll start uh with the backcourt positions here this one uh, maybe caught some people by surprise. Kyrie Irving, number one when it comes to the fan vote. Over 2 million votes. Donovan Mitchell there in second, 1.6 million votes right now. Then Harden third, Jalen Brown fourth, Trey Young fifth. And in the front court in the East, I mean, there are four guys for three spots, and it's a tight, tight race. Kevin Durant, the leading vote getter, he's got over 3 million votes. Then it's Giannis, right under 3 million votes. And then here it is. This is the uh, tightest race right now between Joel Embiid and Jason Tatum. It's something like 50,000 votes separating these guys. And look, we knew this before these even came out. Someone's going to get shafted here. Someone very deserving of an all-star starting spot is just going to get squeezed. Um, So maybe that's not a surprise to you. Maybe it is, but is there anything else from the East? Well, Trey brought up that the guards in the Western Conference should probably get an extra guy in there. Why not the forwards in the East get an okay. extra guy in there? So you just want just, to get rid of uh, well, positions entirely? Well, and just it, it, just, it, it, dep- <laughs> you know, it depends on scenario. The five best players should play out there. It has been Donovan Mitchell amongst the guards, even though he's behind Kyrie Irving and his army of voters. I guess he said that when he was going through all this controversy. Uh, I've got an army of fans. I guess they did help out. Uh, Kevin Durant, though, probably gave Kyrie Irving a nice bump. Uh, just the fact that he's on the same team and, and Kevin Durant has been so good. Maybe the big market has worked out there. When it hasn't worked out for the other big city in oh, NYC. Oh, let's talk about it. What's going on? Where are my Knicks fans at? <laughs> I don't know. They've got 2.4 million Twitter followers. And the only player to crack either of the top 10 in voting is Derrick Rose, <laughs> right, right. who's played 336 minutes. He's much like Kyrie Irving. Derrick Rose has an army of fans. Mm-hmm. So I don't even think those are Knicks fans necessarily voting for Derrick mm, Rose. Yeah, it would right. take 50,000 people voting on a triple day for either Randall or Jalen Brunson to make the top 10 list. That's it. I look back, 2021, the last time they had a reasonable all-star candidate, it was Julius Randall. First returns, started eighth, finished fifth. That's fair. Yeah. I do think it's a little weird to see Kyrie Irving first in East Guards. That's a New York team right there. I bet Knicks fans are voting for Kyrie, which is pretty crazy to say. All I can say is step your game up, Knicks fans. They should... They should put a player on the list here. Yeah, it, yeah, al- yeah. it almost seems. Are they too cool to vote? That's probably what it is, right? Oh wow! It almost seems like a blip, like some something. <laughs> there was a 
a blip in the matrix. Something went wrong. Something like you, went like wrong. you said, front court player who's tenth is Jared Allen with 120,000 votes. That's nothing. That's nothing. Yeah. That's nothing yeah. for Especially New York when City you fans. can three X these things on certain days, on exactly. a lot of days. Yeah. And, and Randall has been really, really good in terms of the front court, and obviously Brunson in the back court. Yeah, besides the Knicks, the East Guards are really, really interesting. As we said, the formula is 50% of the weight goes to the fans, as we see here, 25% to the media, 25% to the players. What happens with these Eastern Conference guards? Does the fact that Kyrie's got this army of fans give him the starting job? I, uh, I think he's going to actually, yes, be starting alongside Mitchell. Because players, players love him. Yeah. So I will be shocked if he's not selected as one of the top two uh, guards in the East. And then, yeah, does he slip in the eyes of the media? Probably. But how far low will he go? I mean, fourth? Maybe? I mean, I might even be higher. So my point is, if he's first in the fan vote, let's say second in the player vote, and then fourth in the media, that's still, when you do the average weight, he's going to be like a two, and it's very likely going to be enough to be paired with Mitchell, where Brown and Harden probably will be a little bit lower. I think that's what's going to happen here. So mm-hmm. I think it's going to be Kyrie and Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, Brown has a, a decent position, decent chance being fourth. He's not too far behind. I guess he would be the the best shot. It's probably a, a three-person race for those two spots, I think. Brown, Kyrie, and Donovan Mitchell. Mm-hmm. I don't think Harden is, uh, you know, dominating the way he used to. Yeah, going down the list, uh, kind of like what uh, Trey said uh, in the Western Conference about Larry Markkinen being seventh. Nice to see Tyrese Halliburton up there. You know, we kind of had him as uh, the potential to be a starting guard on this team, and at least at least he's on the list. Right. You know, Made the list. The Knicks couldn't get anybody on the list. It's astonishing. Have really. we taken a, a deep dive look at the Knicks Twitter account? Like, are they playing their part here in, yeah. in pushing out these people to vote? Like, are they trying at least? Uh... Yeah, I was I was <laughs> peeping the Knicks Twitter account uh, earlier this morning. You see it here in my recent searches, Tass. <laughs> vote your Knicks. That's the first thing. That's okay. their pinned okay. tweet right They're there. They're trying. They're trying. It fun. has two hundred nine thousand views. Wow. So nobody's clicking through. Nobody's clicking through. I'd love to see the click-through rate on this one. What's the CTR? This was this was the one that that made me almost go insane uh, last night when I was looking looking this stuff up. Jalen Brunson just had his career high. Yeah. JB put on a show at the Garden. Career high, thirty-eight points. Vote. They drop a link to which somebody responded. I voted for Derrick Rose. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Well, look, uh, Knicks fans have an interesting relationship, I think, with Julius Randle, despite an off- awesome bounce back year. And then I guess Brunson, what's, I mean, he's not the flashiest of guys in the league. He's a, he's like a rock. But, Who cares? Uh, I know, I know. They should be voting for him. Yeah, they I'm should be him. voting for their guy. Yeah. And it's honestly crazy that they couldn't get 100,000 votes. Yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. mean, maybe they got exactly 100,000. But the fact that they... <laughs> That, like, Indiana is putting players above the Knicks. Charlotte is putting players above the Knicks. There are two Cleveland guards in the Eastern Conference top 10 front court or uh, backcourt. They've got Jared Allen as well. Those are small markets. I thought New York was a big city. Yeah, Austin know. Reeves is on the list. Well, yeah. It's, uh, the, yeah. the Lakers and the Warriors, their fans vote. They have good fans. They really do. I mean, the Warriors have five guys on this damn you know, uh, results. Yeah. Curry and Clay, okay, they're ranked first and fifth. And then Wiggins, who's hasn't played a whole lot, Draymond, and Looney. They rank fifth, eighth, and tenth, uh, respectively, there in the Western Conference front court. Mm-hmm. And then the Lakers have, like, yeah, Westbrook's there, AD, LeBron, and then you said it, Reeves. 
It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, I, I kind of want to see like an AI generated name, like an artificially gen and AI just throw a name in there and see how he would do. Like it, I feels like it feels like it feels what? well it feels it feels like it feels, just feels like there's aren't like there's some low vote totals in the Eastern Conference. I, I like. I think it could be beat. I think you could game the system. That's all I'm trying to say. I think <laughs> Shea Gilgis Alexander and his long name, I don't know, somehow got – he got a lot of votes for some uh, obviously what do you deserving. Mean? He's like he's – yeah, yeah deserving. he's great. He just told he's, me. he's cool. I think the cool factor got him up there. Well, that's, what, that's cool. why, yes. again, I'm not making an excuse for Knicks fans. They should be voting for their guy who's, like, come in and, like, help turn their franchise around a little bit here, at least their season, and, like, get back to, like, some respectability in Brunson. But he's not cool. In the Halliburton with the dimes, SGA with the game winners. Like, there, there is that, like, if this is a lot of kids voting for this stuff, yeah. then that's where he's going to be hurt, right? Mm-hmm. And, but he, he should get a lot of votes from the New York fans, for sure. I will say, like, one thing about this that you see immediately after the uh, first fan results come out, and we're talking about it here, too, but, like, you see a lot of tweets like, oh, they did player X dirty. <laughs> oh, they did uh, Devin Booker dirty. And it's like, on one hand, you're like, yeah, Devin Booker, like he should be higher. He should have more votes. But then you're like, but hold on, we're only voting for starters. <laughs> we're voting for two spots in that conference at the guard. You should be voting for Curry and Luca, maybe John Morant, maybe SGA over, unfortunately, Booker, right? Like, I, I think that's, I just find that so funny. It's like, we go nuts, but it's like, hold on. We shouldn't be going crazy about Julius Randle not having a ton of votes because he shouldn't because there's four other much more deserving players sure you think people think like that no, no. exactly that's the <laughs> no, thing no. you should be a homer when you're voting for your right. guys like a new york knicks fan should not be voting for jason tatum or joel Embiid. those are right, rival right. teams right. i mean obviously the knicks haven't had a good run in the past two decades so the rivalry isn't totally there but you should put your guys in right, right away right, like, right. i don't think demar Derozan deserves to start the all-star game i voted for him <laughs> right 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 <laughs> yeah <laughs> like the phoenix suns have a 64 win team last year you'd think Okay, we're a decent team. Booker, Booker, Booker would jump up instead of, you know, being basically next to Austin Reeves and then, like, way up there. But But there are a lot more fans, especially compared to, let's say, like, 20 or 30 years ago, of, like, players and less so of teams. Yeah, but Booker has a cool factor, too. He's cool. Oh, very cool. (laughs) Like, I could see him, you know, being featured in a lot of TikTok videos. He's got a lot of cool cars. He's got a cool look. Uh, he shows up with the rims rolling. Uh, so I, I thought he'd be up there. Here's a reason as well why Shea is up there. The voting page starts with players ranked by points per well, game. There you go. That helps. That so does help. Huge. Yes, it does. And, and that that was you – know, shout out to our man Jerome who pointed that out. I was definitely thinking that has to be factored in. Mm-hmm. And he's also cool. He's also – uh, so Man, this guy really wants a cool game. Yeah, I want a cool game. <laughs> well, well, I think I think the power of TikTok is happening. I'm surprised you said that you can't vote on TikTok. No, it's got to happen at some point. You yeah, can vote maybe. on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, where can where else can you vote? I think maybe through IG you can with your hashtag still. I can think. you? You nice. used to be able to, but I don't know if you can. Oh, they, they want you to that app. Yeah, they don't trust their NBA app and. Uh, specifically. I think it's a triple day today. <laughs> I'm going to vote for Jalen Brunson. I'll do my part for the Knicks fans. He's nice. an Illinois guy, so I can I can get behind that. Okay. But you got to step up uh, is what I'm saying, and today is the day to do it. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> it was perfect timing with our uh, our YouTube short there yesterday saying, where are the Knicks fans? Come on. Jalen Brunson deserves a lot more love here. 
And then the results were right there. So let's go, Knicks fans. Get Brunson up into the top ten. Just in the top ten. <laughs> and we just want to see his name. That's it. I just want to see it. <laughs> uh, the next fan update, by the way, is next week. So we can do this all over again. Yes. And we'll find out if, like, yeah, if Knicks fans come out and vote for their guys, if Zion, you know, leaps AD, if it's a Sabonis or a Markinen somehow can leap those guys because they're injured. Like, we'll see all that uh, next Thursday when we do this on the Drop Podcast next week. Okay. Uh, quickly, last night's action. We had some blowouts, but Larry Markinen. He flirted with 50, finished with 49. He tried for 50 there right at the end. Uh, But he helps the Jazz snap a five-game skid. And this guy, I mean, good timing. I know he's not going to start the All-Star game, very unlikely at least, but man, he should be there. And by be there, I mean he doesn't have to leave. He just like, (laughs) I'm here. He'll be there regardless. Yeah, yeah. Mm. He'd be a very easy injury replacement. They're like, you're here. All right. Just slip in. Uh, But yeah, anything, any thoughts on uh, Markkanen's game season and all-star chances? 49 points. His previous career high was 38 that he had earlier this season. Yeah. So close to just getting a 50 and skipping the 40s entirely. Never having a 40-point game. Uh, That doesn't happen a lot. Andre Miller did it. Way back when. Terrence uh, Ross must have done it. Terrence <laughs> Ross did it, yep. for sure. Yep. Nice call. Uh, he'll be an all-star. He should be an all-star. He'll be in the three-point contest. Because oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. E- even though I've you know, followed him extremely closely since the summer, since I was waking up watching the finish games uh, and he was balling then, I was still a little surprised that he's shooting 42% from three. That's a great percentage. On a lot of attempts. Seven threes per game. Yeah, that is amazing. That is phenomenal. How do you shoot well from three? 92% of his threes are assisted. He ain't trying to do it himself. Yeah. yeah. And that works well. Shout out to Will Hardy. He's going to get a lot of uh, Coach of the Year votes uh, because Lowry's doing it from everywhere. 20% of his shots are in the restricted area. 20% of his shots are... From the three to ten foot range, he only shoots about ten percent from the mid range, and then about forty five percent from three. He's doing it from everywhere. I'm just surprised by how efficient he is. I'm not surprised that he he's continuously doing it. Actually, I am a little surprised that Larry Markin is continuously doing it. This is his first season doing it. He's come in and balled. What do you think his field goal percentage is, considering? That he shoots nearly half his shots from three. It's very, very high. It's high. Because I actually have a trivia question for oh, you guys. Okay. So 52.9 yeah. and, uh, and 42 from three on all those shots. He needs to be there. I hope he is there. You want to play a little trivia? Sure. This is some real trivia. sicko trivia. It's okay. from Statitudes. <laughs> Larry Markadon, one of 43 qualified players averaging at least 20 points per game. 43. 43. <laughs> Just take that in for a second. That's a lot of okay. points. <laughs> but Lowry Markinen owns the third highest true shooting percentage in that group. So that speaks to your the, the wow. very, very high efficiency, especially when you're taking into consideration uh, three-pointers. Can you name the uh, the other four within the top five? Lowry Markinen in third at 67.3 true shooting percentage. Jokic. Number one, 68.6%. Easy ones. Yeah. Stephen Curry still? No, 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 no. Kevin Durant? Number two, 68%. Nice. Right yeah, above Lowry Markkinen, right below Jokic. And then the other two, uh, definitely gettable. They're, you know, one's going to be probably, well, both might be starting the All-Stars. Zion? Number four, 65.2%. Zion, nice. true shooting percentage. And one more. Go get it, Trey. Big guy, Trey. I'm debating here. Okay. I'm debating here. Anthony Davis? No. Joel. Um, Joel Embiid. Yeah. There you go. I was Fifth debating. guy. Debate. Good stuff, you sickos. Yeah. 
Really good stuff. Uh, but Larry Markkinen, man, that is that's amazing that he's with amongst that group. Yeah. And he's averaging like twenty nine per game over the last ten. Uh, in some of those very, very close losses. But you're right, Tess. We keep thinking, okay, that's been fun. Nice run there from Larry Markkinen. Yeah. He's got to fall off here at some point, and he hasn't. We're halfway through the season almost, which is which is wild. Can I give you a little bit of trivia? Sure. Do you know how to say where are my flowers in Finnish? <laughs> I, I don't. Should I? Oh. No. Oh. Misa ovat minun kukat. Where are his flowers? Oh, okay. I like get him it. into the game. <laughs> uh, should we get that as a hashtag going to get him into the All-Star game? Misa ovat minun kukat. Damn. Just wanted to say I that. hope somebody uh, is Finnish in our stream team right now and could uh, grade you on your pronunciation of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who really knows, Did right? Did I Misa on that? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> all right. The other games last night. Look, I'm going to chuck them all at you. The TNT doubleheader was garbage. Oh. It was rough. <laughs> Just the day that they tried to take back Thursday night. I know, I know. I mean, I was sitting there watching basketball going, man, I wish there was a football game on tonight. <laughs> Kidding. No, I don't. Uh, but Tatum had a rare triple-double. Only his second triple-double of his career. Sort of just a weird little thing. Yeah, I don't know. You'd think Tatum would have had a couple more than that. But anyway, Celtics crushed the Mavs, 124-95. And then Jamal Murray, his early exploits, uh, led the Nuggets to uh, a route over the Clippers in the second game. Usually the first game on TNT, Thursday night doubleheader, that's, I don't know, I don't have the data to back this up, but it always feels like a blowout, like nine times out of ten. The second game, though, is usually entertaining. Not last night. Uh, It was impressive stuff there from the Nuggets. Killing the Clips, and then also John Morant and uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. led the Grizzlies over the Magic for their fifth straight victory. That was a blowout, too, but it got a little closer at the end. Yeah, it got a little closer. Magic uh, made it a little more respectable. Any thoughts, Trey, on, on I've got games? some thoughts here. Uh, Jaron Jackson Jr., that was an awesome offensive game that he had last night. 31 points, 12 of 14 from the field, made two threes and 10 shots in the lane. A lot of it was finishing plays that Ja was creating. Got to be able to do that. But he also was creating a ton of his own looks, I thought, last night. He looks so much stronger right now broader he's throwing guys off him he's still really quick he's got such an awkward game i feel like yeah, inside. yeah he's unique he's a dinker dumper for sure but mm-hmm. he's got good touch so that was really cool to see he's been awesome basically since he started playing this season the other thing that stuck out to me i think i might need to change my rebuild rankings i had the rockets over the magic when we were talking earlier this week yeah. might have to be a flipsy might have to be because paulo's awesome franz wagner is awesome I still think that they are missing perimeter play, which is going to be huge for them going forward, but the Rockets kind of look broken right now. They've got a better pick set up than Orlando, but they are a complete mess on the court, and Jalen Green is really struggling. Six straight losses for the Rockets. Did they beat the Bulls right before it started? Yes, (laughs) but during the six-game losing streak, Jalen Green, 22 points on 38% shooting. They just don't seem to have much of a system out there. They just feel like they're all freelancing right now, and that is not the way to build a solid offense and really develop players uh, at this point. So downgrade Rockets, upgrade Magic. Yeah, absolutely. The Magic have a star and then a second-type star in Franz Wagner. Thanks, Bulls, for that draft pick. Uh, They may get another Bulls draft pick uh, coming up this year. They both, in both scenarios there, the Magic and the Rockets, need a veteran guard just to run the show. And right now, the Magic are you know running out Fultz and then Cole Anthony and Jalen Suggs is kind of flying under the radar as another guard who was drafted last year. He just came back after six weeks off. 
But if there's a veteran guard on that Magic team to run it with Paolo and Franz, they'd be balling. And uh, the Rockets need the same thing, uh, watching them to get the ball to Shangoon uh, a little bit more and and run that. But uh, Magic looked, yeah, you know, fake comeback there against the, yeah. the Grizzlies, but still fun. Uh, I don't think we've talked about this on the podcast yet. How do you feel about the uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. nickname, Block Panther? <laughs> I'm starting to see it and hear it a lot more. It's on a basketball reference page. It's there. Mm. Um, fan of it? I mean, obviously <laughs> leading the league in blocks. I believe he is, um, despite missing a good chunk of games. What do you think? Sure. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I haven't I, watched the new Wakanda. Yeah, I haven't watched it yeah. either. Um, I did watch two-thirds of a video explaining everything that happened in Marvel's Phase 4. Okay. And it's like a 32-minute video. I only made it like 18 minutes through. So I got to see what's going on for the second half of Phase 4. Because <laughs> once they start putting out all the TV shows, it's impossible oh, to keep yeah, up with. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I don't know. I don't think Triple J is a great nickname. Right. I don't think Block Panther is a great <laughs> nickname That's... either. But Jaron Jackson Jr. is just a cool name. Maybe he should start the All-Star game. Hmm. Uh, I guess Brooke Lopez is leading blocks per game and total blocks still with Jaron. I forgot Jaron Jackson Jr. did miss a decent chunk there. At the Only start 22 of the year. games. Yeah, but he he might he might catch him by the end of it. That's an average name. All right. I don't nickname. know. I'm not. Yeah. yeah, nickname. I'm not overwhelmed by it. It's just a little, a little forced. Yeah, Triple J is good. Yeah. You know. I don't know. Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Who's Blockula? Wasn't there a Count Blockula? Oh, Hassan Whiteside. <laughs> I don't remember that one. <laughs> hey, it's on Basketball Reference. That's the thing. Pun nicknames, it's always a reach. Yeah. 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 Except what? Go ahead. No, 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 no. I realized I was going to say the round mound of rebound. It's not a pun. Not a pun at all. <laughs> that's, just so, a, so that's just a rhyming nickname. <laughs> all right, well, let us know if, if you're a fan of Jaron Jackson Jr.'s nickname, the Block Panther, uh, and what they're doing there uh, with the Memphis Grizzlies. Could he make a, like a, a last-minute push to like make an all-star team here? I mean, I know there's a it, – like it's less crowded than the East when it comes to front-court players. You know, can he, can he budge into the Sabonis and Lowry Markin levels or, or Aaron Gordon, I guess, maybe is more of his competition type thing? What do you think? Yeah, I think it's a little too deep. Yeah, I think it's a deep yeah. cut. Okay. Maybe get some votes. Yeah. With a nickname He'll get media like votes, Block I think. Panther. Yeah, yeah. media think so votes too. for sure. Uh, all right, well, let's call it there again. Those games were they were over before you knew it. Uh, let's take our first break. When we come back, Worst of the Week nominees and five-star Friday reviews. Don't go anywhere. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, Everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Do you ever wish uh, we called Tony Parker Tony Parkour as a nickname? <laughs> yes. So do I. <laughs> I think about it every day. <laughs> Good. Monday uh, through Friday. My, yeah. You had a nice spin. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I bet he could do parkour. Yeah. Tony Parker. 
better than Jabari Parkour. <laughs> yeah, and Anthony Parkour. Candace Parkour? <laughs> Maybe good. Maybe good. All right, let's get to Worst of the Week. Ladies and gentlemen, the Worst of the Week. Four nominees this week. We'll start it off with uh, some unfortunate news. Zion Williamson's latest injury. His hamstring injury. First report from Shamsharanya. It's going to be three weeks. Then hmm. we'll reevaluate. And another blow. Wojnarowski's report that it's going to be longer. More like four weeks. We'll reevaluate. We'll see what happens. Then you start looking at the calendar, the All-Star game. Anyway, it's just unfortunate. Such a rare talent. And he has been so desperate to stay on the floor this season after not playing at all last season. And I was starting to believe he could because he was playing a ton, playing in the majority of the games. Last month or so, numbers were ridiculous. Yeah. 29 and a half, 7 and 5 assists. Uh, but he has had trouble gotta say it uh, staying on the floor over his four-year career we're in year four here and the games played 24 in the first game that was the uh, the pandemic year he started in january it was against the spurs if you remember he came in his first game hit four threes what this guy <laughs> shoots threes uh not so much but he was it was chilling his first game uh and then the next season he played 61 all right, that's that's very decent in a 72-game season. All right, yeah. And then the following season, which was last year, he didn't play a game. There was that whole odd thing at the beginning of the season where he was injured in the offseason, but he was supposed to play in camp and then didn't play the whole year, and now he's at 29. And by the looks of the, the calendar, as I mentioned, four weeks turns into five, and then we're, we're almost at the All-Star game. So it's six weeks to the All-Star game. And I would guess that he would play in a max of 52 games this season. Okay. Um, so, yeah, when you're looking at uh, the overall picture, when people look back at his first few years, it's not going to look great. Um, but hopefully this is an Embiid-type situation where he can play. I was going to say, play. Embiid played less than 100 games in his first yeah. four seasons, missing yeah. the first two, then playing like 30 or something in his Rookie of the Year season where people thought maybe he should have still won Rookie of the Year and then and then had like then started getting into like the 60s and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a bummer for sure. And the Pelicans are good, too. That's the other part of this equation, right? It's like, they're, they're one of the best teams in the Western Conference right now. And it's like, they haven't had their, their starting five play a lot of games. What was it? Ten games they've played? Their projected starting five? So Exactly. Ten games. Yeah. But modern medicine. Maybe things have changed. Well, that's Hopefully. the thing. Modern medicine. I just wonder how soon. And he probably should go on like a Kawhi Leonard plan. Where... You're not even expecting him to play back-to-backs, play heavy minutes, wow. play every single game. Because, I mean, like, even if – right now we're hoping to get him to Embiid status where he's playing 60 games a year. I, that's a tough look, but I, they got to do something maintenance-wise to ensure that they don't have setbacks like this where he's playing at an MVP level and then he's gone forever. You'd rather have him play two out of every three games or something like that. That's a fair point. Uh, Embiid is definitely sort of the, the prototype – Slow him down mm-hmm. because Embiid takes off games here and there uh, for that reason. It's not it's not quite Kawhi, but no, no. Uh, hopefully, uh, yeah, hopefully he can just follow the path. All right, moving on. We did talk about the New York Knicks, but I, I do want to highlight it again. New York Knicks fans, what's up? What, what's going on here? They didn't vote for their All Stars. Simple as that. They didn't yeah. get Julius Randle or Jalen Brunson among the top ten vote getters at their positions in the East. Garland. Of Cleveland is 10th among Eastern guards, just 143,826 votes. Allen, 
of Cleveland. Jared Allen is 10th among Eastern forwards at just 121,561 votes. You'll notice that those two players are from Cleveland. As I said, Cleveland compared to New York. You can walk by 121,561 people <laughs> mm. in Manhattan on one day. And instead of them saying, hey, I'm walking here. If you gave them a phone and just told them to vote, and they just said, hey, I'm voting here. Hey, I'm voting here. Hey, I'm voting here. It's a triple day. You'd have 500,000 votes. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. bad math, but that's 500,000 votes. <laughs> we get you saying. Boom. And the Knicks, again, this isn't a team that's at the bottom of the Eastern Conference standings. I think that's important, too. Right. They're 21 and 18, so they're like, I mean, not that far behind even no. the Cavaliers team and stuff like that. This is good for New York. So there's no like, there's no excuse even. It's like, well, they're they're 10 and 30. No, they're not. Right. So that's disappointing. I think uh, they're going to get out there though. I think uh, Jerry Ferreira is going to get the vote going. Turtle, <laughs> Turtle Entourage. Time. I think uh, Worldwide Wob should play his part. A lot of followers. That's you know, a diehard Knicks fan. It's unbelievable. Ben Lyons. Uh, um, who else is there? Jason Concepcion. Thank you. Seth Rosenthal. Yeah. All the animals. Lions. Ben Stiller. Yes. Um, that's why Tara Delavine. <laughs> wow. John McEnroe. Keep going. <laughs> Keep going. Spike Lee. Spike Lee. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, Sophie Turner. Didn't didn't she go to a game once? Oh, yeah, she may have gone to a Sean game. Stewart. Big yeah, Knicks Stewart. Guy. Had one. Um, come on. That's why I think it's a glitch. This doesn't make sense. <laughs> it doesn't make it's sense. It's a glitch. But yeah, you 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 got retweeted by Jerry Ferreira. Jerry Ferreira. Yeah, turtle. Turtle. We got turtle. We got a Ben Lyons. We just need one more animal. <laughs> one more animal, and they'll they'll get there. All right. Animals work in threes. Anyway, okay, next nominee. We've talked about the yeah, next yeah. enough. Uh, the Celtics. And, 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 and to sneak in here, OKC's Darius Baisley. Because the Celtics gave up 150 points mm-hmm. to the Oklahoma City Thunder, who didn't have their best player. Didn't have Shea Gilgis-Alexander. Celtics lost by 33. We talked about it a lot on Wednesday's show. OKC looked great in that game. But the Celtics were not playing anywhere close to their capabilities. 150 points. Even in today's NBA, is a lot of points. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, tied for the, it's tied for the second most this season in the NBA. Now, Celtics look like they'll be all right. They smacked. <laughs> yeah. They smacked. They're going to be okay. The, the Mavs on Thursday Return night. Return smack. <laughs> uh, but I wanted to sneak Darius Baisley of OKC in here because in that 33-point victory, a lot of gaudy individual plus-minus numbers yep. on OKC. J-Dub, Jalen Williams, plus 22, plus 22, plus 19, plus 31 among their starters, a ton. But Darius Baisley somehow snuck in a minus seven. How do you do that? That's hard. In nine minutes, he played nine minutes in a 33-point victory, and he was a minus seven. So the Celtics just went on a little run when he was out there. Wow, that is a weird catch there. It is. It's strange. Did you fire up the popcorn machine to find out when it happened in the game? Didn't. Didn't go that far. Didn't have the popcorn. But uh, when did he play? I mean, he's a rotation player. Yeah, I know. So probably the end of the first quarter. He probably had two shifts, I'm guessing. Okay. Right? Yeah. (laughs) I can fire up popcorn machine if you really want me to. I mean, uh, I'll I'll half-ass look. Half-ass. Okay, here we go. Yeah, keep going. Okay. All right. Well, let's get to our last one. It's a a quick one, Mm -hmm. J.D. This one goes to Charles Barkley, but also the FCC, the Federal Communications Commission here (laughs) in America. Don't let me be. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Let's hear the clip from Barkley first, J.D. I don't want to be one of these assholes on television. Hey, 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 hey. Oh, I mean jackasses. I meant. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I apologize. I apologize. What the heck is going on? I meant jackasses. I apologize. 
All right, all right. So you can't say asshole on TV. Right. Ernie Johnson jumped on it. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I love how quick you go. What are you doing? Yeah. Impressive. Yeah. But then he says, actually, uh, jackass is cool. So you can say ass in other forms. Yeah. Jackass, fine. Yeah. Straight up ass, fine. What's up with that? I mean, do they have a list at the FCC? You can't put a hole at the end. Yeah, you can't yeah. put a hole as a body part. Jackass, it's a donkey, I guess. Donkey <laughs> connotation. It's just straight ass. That's cool. Like, yeah. you can say ass. Can you say dickhead? Hmm. Probably, no. Probably not. But yeah, you could you probably say, say he got dick. hit in the dick. Yeah. Ooh. No. No? no, no. Can't say dick at all? Nah. <laughs> nah. What is is there a list? I would love to. Well, of course, George, there's a, that's list. a George Carlin list. <laughs> Has it changed? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, this is an old yeah, list like for old George. Well, let's change because I don't think once upon a time I don't think ass was allowed. I think that's I would agree been with mod- that. yeah, yeah, modernized. Yeah. Bitch is allowed. It is right. Wow. Because I mean, it's a, yeah, I mean, female dog. Be, uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that's why ass I think is allowed. It's another term for a donkey, I suppose. So, <laughs> jackass. So you're saying if, I'm just if saying, Chuck had said, uh, I, I, I don't want to be an ass, or just like, <laughs> oh yeah, he'd be fine. Oh yeah. Ernie wouldn't have jumped in, hey, hey, hey. Yeah. I don't think Ernie likes the, any of the curse words. That's true. I, think, I agree I mean, on he's that. Trying, he's trying to run a clean show here. But Shaq was dying, by the way. Yeah. Like, we, the the <laughs> yeah. clip continues oh, where he's yeah. like laughing. He's taking his glasses off, wiping <laughs> his eyes. And he's like, he said he paid for the FCC fight. He did, <laughs> uh, which was very funny. Uh, I just find it, yeah, we're... Yeah, I think he's totally fine saying ass. Where is the line? Well, I think if you the guys... line is at the hole. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some of us call it a crack. You yeah, know? It's, it's at the taint. Um, uh, it's uh, what's what's the most shocking thing to me about that Barkley clip from last night, where he swears. I mean, whatever he says, asshole. If you've ever been around Charles Barkley when he's not in Studio J and the cameras are on, that guy curses more than I do. Mm-hmm. Like it's always blown my mind. That he can curse as much as he does in real life, and then very rarely slip up on air. He said that right? was the first time he's ever cursed. That's amazing. He, that's not true. Well, okay. <laughs> that's not true, but, but he did say it. But you've been around, Charles, <laughs> yes. and it's F-bombs and everything else left and right in in person. Oh, exactly. It, like, uh, and you're like, how do you never not say it? It is shocking accident. that it doesn't happen every time they're on TV. Absolutely. Um, yeah. but who does? That's, that's, that's one of the first things we learned in broadcasting school. If you want to be on air, stop swearing in your day to day. Who taught us that, JD? Um, I can't, I can't, I can't recall the professor. It wasn't a Grunberg. What was his name? What was his Elder? fucking name? Was oh, it Elder? No. El- oh, my dad, Don yeah, Elder? Don Elder? No. I forget his name. It's my uncle, actually. I actually have an uncle named, or I did have an uncle named Don Miller. It's a broadcasting uh, theory. It was wasn't. Uh, oh, um, oh, Matty O's yelling uh, at his podcast app right now. Broadcasting answer. theory? I know Something like ta- that. I know we had, we had uh, Ross Holden? No. 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 Can't say Ross why, Holden. We, why are we doing this? This is fun. <laughs> <laughs> Just naming a professor. <laughs> Are oh, at, I can picture the yeah, guy. Well, I can picture him. Like? What does he look like? Describe him. Yeah. yeah. I think he has glasses. Okay. I think he's got a round face. Why Fairly are we doing young. this? I don't know. Hey, so we had a classmate who was his daughter, I think. Oh, boy. Well, I thought oh, that boy, might do boy, it. Caitlin. Uh, Dr. Clark. <laughs> oh. I think there was a C in it. There could be some alliteration for sure. I don't know. Charles? Oh, no, it wasn't uh, Zamaria. Fals- yeah, uh, the, Fa- the the Falcon settles me. Fal- yeah. Charles Falzone, or was that his name? Fals- no, that's not his name. <laughs> it was Charles Zamaria, I thought. 
Oh, was it? There is a Charles Marriott, <laughs> and there is, was a Fell Zone. I just remember Matthew always saying the Falcon Settlement, oh, which I it's, think it's, is a it's Rogue the daughter. song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now I'm hungry for a Calzone, but I can't. The daughter, the daughter is where I'm at. Okay, keep going. You keep looking it up. Uh, oh, Keebler, Keebler, Keep John Keebler, John Keebler no. might be right. Keebler's elves. Oh, uh, <laughs> Vandenberg. Oh my Clive God. Vanderberg. You're all over the place. It could be Vanderberg. <laughs> it be Clive Vanderberg. It's not Justin. <laughs> Maybe that's what you thought, though. Like no, that's. I think. I think. The Keebler. The Keebler. <laughs> I think. I think. I don't know. Oh, it's his daughter's name. What was Karina? Karina Keebler. That's the alliteration. Yeah. That's what I think yeah. you got there. Yeah. I think it was John Keebler. <laughs> I don't know who that is. You said his name first. Well, I just said, <laughs> I said, oh, How name. do you not know who it is? <laughs> oh, I love his cookies. Yeah. They're also good. hungry for a calzone with Keebler <laughs> cookies for dessert. Okay. Who's the, uh, who's <laughs> the winner Sorry of about the that, worst of the <laughs> <laughs> You found him? I found a picture of Charles Falzone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cast it. He's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 He also does. He also does have the crow's peak. So going back to the falcon, there's there's the a bird. The falcon settles me. I just remember all these things. Oh man, who who gets uh, these people? Who gets worst of the week? That's what we want to know. Of all those oh, nominees, you want to go through yeah. those nominees real quick? Well, Zion's oh. injury overall. New yeah. York Knicks fans. This is this is a good list. Yeah. Boston Celtics and OKC's Darius Baisley lumped into one. They're not going to win. And uh, Barkley slash the FCC. Right. As you said about the FCC, and we they think, won't let and you we, be. And they won't let us be. You think John Keebler told us to stop swearing in real life <laughs> if you want to be in broadcast television. We think. Jeez. It's either and It's Clyde. him or Holden, but I think it's, I think it's Keebler. I think it was Keebler. It was really oh, early on, geez. second day, sitting front row. Really, really wanted to know what's going to happen to me in my, my future. And I think he said, hey, if, if you want to be on air, stop swearing right now. Don't swear. If, if you leave this room... First thing you got to do is stop swearing. Charles Barkley said, "F that, yeah. I can swear every Max day." And Kleber's dad. And so has has he sworn? Has Barkley sworn worse? Uh, uh, worse than an asshole? I don't know. Is uh, we're gonna have to watch the compilation. <laughs> oh, there's a compilation. Yes. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, wow. I, I would thought I would have thought Ernie would have called him out on that even if he lied about that, you know, because he remembers. <laughs> okay, let's get to Five Star Friday Fun. My God. <laughs> uh, Like John Keebler, how I remember him. All right, Five Star Friday, uh, the the hottest reviews that we got in the last month. <laughs> the hottest reviews on Apple Podcasts. Thank you if you listen on Spotify or Pocket Cast, Podbean, any of the other apps out there. We're only talking about Apple Podcasts today, though. Every first Friday of the month, we'll read five five-star reviews. The first one comes from Try4JCG. The title, Ball Don't Lie. The pod that got me into all podcasts was a blog boy back in the 2000s looking forward to the Yahoo Sports Ball Don't Lie page every day so I could procrastinate from studying back when I was in school. There was an editor named J.E. Skeets who had a pod. Fast forward many years, these guys are my ear bros. (laughs) (laughs) Who are your ear bros? (laughs) Ear bros. Maybe Trey will do a five-star Friday this month, confirmed. There you go. Parentheses. Also, the Warriors game should have never been flexed from Christmas. 
thanks. All right. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. thanks, thanks yeah. for listening for a long yeah. time. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. They Your put brothers. on a great, great game on Christmas Day, but no Steph. No Steph, but that was a very entertaining game. It was. Yeah, yeah. It was. And it's a very entertaining arena, and they're always good at home. So. Yeah, this one was from December 27th. So yeah. Right after. Yeah. Exciting game. Have talked about the flex schedule earlier that week. Understandable. Next uh, five star review comes from Aruby135. Goat pod for real. Been listening since high school, and I am now an on air role talking about sports. I always hear myself emulating parts of you guys when I'm talking, like listing names of professors. (laughs) Thanks for the inspiration, No Dunks crew. Also, JD is the best audio producer in the game. Nobody does it like him. That's very, very true. Thanks. Facts. Thanks. Nice. That's a nice one. Nice respect right there. One of Charles Falzone's favorite <laughs> students. That's right. I heard yeah. back in the day. Good pod <laughs> FR. I like that. For real. For real. Even though you're an on-air broadcaster, you keep it cool uh, with, an, with an FR. Do you swear? That's what I want to know. Do you swear on-air? <laughs> no Probably way. not. No way. Probably not. Next five-star review, 14-plus years, mind-blown. Jormore444 coming through with the review here. <laughs> Jormore444. <laughs> Jormore444. That's a good one. Each year I spend over 5% of my waking hours listening to these clowns, <laughs> and I have no regrets. My one criticism, you guys are overdue to drop some bars. Mm, That's yeah. probably true. Yeah, the, the especially the Christmas wrap. Christmas bars, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's going to be tough to... Uh, outdo the one we did where we were rapping to the Beastie Boys though. <laughs> Gotta give it a little bit of a rest. Yeah, that's true. I think of like, uh, you know, Saturday Night Live, they'll have recurring bits that just go away for a while. Yeah. yeah and yeah. then you get really excited when they come back. So, yeah. you know, someday some bars will happen. 2023 Christmas bars? Maybe so. Maybe. Maybe so. Our next five-star review, no doubt from Texas Bearcat 12. I've been listening to podcasts for a little over a decade, but only one was the first, and there's only one that I've been sus- to for the whole time. Wait, that's not true. It's really been three different shows that I've subscribed to, lol, but oh. it's been the same group of guys. Miss you, Lee. Miss you, TBJ. Name. These guys truly are the best for NBA news, and they make it more fun and keep it more engaging than any other. I got my friends into the pod not long after I found it, and them and their partners have been along for the ride this whole time as well. Is it true that the Supreme NBA podcast is no dunks? No doubt. Mm. Gwen Stefani. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, I can't believe Gwen Stefani wrote in, but thank you very much. Um, And also, thank you for telling other people to listen to the podcast. Hell yeah. It's a great way to grow the show. Our final five-star review. Good day, sweet world, from The Fetke. Been listening to these guys since the TBJ days, and I'm glad they're still going strong after all this time. They've been a constant in my life since I really became an NBA fan, and more importantly, an NBA Twitter fan. Come to think of it, I've been listening to them for the entirety of my Sacramento Kings playoff drought, which is hopefully going to end soon. Oh, yes, it is. Kings made the playoffs the 05-06 season Yep, when the show started. Mm-hmm. Basically, yep. Haven't made it since. Mm-hmm. That's tough. So if you weren't in early, you haven't heard these fellers talking about the Sacramento <laughs> Kings in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. That's incredible. we got to end the show right now. So they make the playoffs. Or the curse. Or the curse. As long as we're podcasting, yeah. they don't yeah. make it. Interesting. I hadn't thought about that. No, they're lighting the beam in the playoffs this year. Those are just five really nice reviews. You know. So thank you. All of these were written in December. Mm. 
people just pouring their hearts out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's a good time to get vulnerable. <laughs> That's End right. of the year. No doubt. <laughs> Build some bonds with the people you care about. So thank you to everybody who left a review. Thank you if you tell somebody else to listen to the show. And honestly, thank you if you're a hater and you're engaging with the show, because mm. that even helps too. Yeah. Thank you to the haters. Fuels us. Uh, you'll love this, guys, real quick. Uh, last night at basketball practice, uh, one of the parents of one of the kids that we uh, coach comes up to me and goes, with his phone, he's like, hey, this is you, right? <laughs> and it was the Jalen Brunson needs more votes. Where are the Knicks fans? YouTube short. His buddy, who I assume is a Knicks fan, sent it to him. And he's like, hey, this guy coaches my son basketball. I was like, yeah, that's me. I was wearing the that's exact me. same shirt. <laughs> You're like, like, that's not me. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. So that stuff works. Yeah, that share works. the show, share the social media clips, all that stuff. And thank you for all those five-star ratings and review. We really appreciate it. We're going to take our final break. When we come back, we got lots more still. We got pick and results, tweet of the night, which is a scary one, boys, and rapid fire fun. Don't go anywhere. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. If you're as obsessed with basketball as I am, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Hey guys, this is JJ Redick. Twice a week, I'm cooking up something special for basketball junkies on my podcast, The Old Man and the Three. I bring on guests in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, like Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash or Paulo Bencaro on his shooting workouts with Kevin Durant, Ray Allen's epic free-throw competitions with LeBron when they were teammates in Miami. But it's not just about the player interviews. Every Monday, I break down the top three things happening around the NBA without the outlandish takes. Often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler, we dive deep into topics like rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? The Old Man of the Three is the only companion podcast you'll need during the playoffs this year. Be sure to listen to The Old Man of the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. Trey Kirby remains perfect in the pick'em battle here for the month of January. 4-0 because you had the Nuggets by 5.5, so they had to win by 6 or more. They did that in the first three minutes and never looked back. Another L for Tass and I. We're 1-3 here, falling behind Trey Kirby, who, like I said, is perfect. So what's tonight's game? Well, a huge L for the Clippers. I didn't give them a Worst of the Week nominee, but that was embarrassing. TNT doubleheader, obviously, we said was bad. Yay! Give a little break to the Mavs. They had won a lot of games in a row. Yeah, that's this, true. That was true. embarrassing from the Clippers from the get-go. Anyway, tonight, we're going to stay with the Nuggets. They're at home to the Cleveland Cavaliers. They're favored by six and a half. That's more than the line against the Clippers last right, night. Right, the right. disrespect to the Cleveland Cavaliers, who are a better basketball team than the Los Angeles Clippers. On a back-to-back here for the Denver Nuggets. Why is this line bigger? Is it just the market? Just the Clippers are a bigger team? <laughs> Disrespect, so Tass, myself, and Trey, that's my name. Uh, All three of us, huh? uh, (laughs) Are uh, taking the Cavs to cover that six and a half. Skeets, you think uh, Nuggets are going by seven or more? Yeah, this team's damn good. They are. They barely had had to play last night. When you think of it that way. It is a back-to-back, but I mean, they didn't play heavy minutes. Uh, 
But this should be a good game. I, I think we're going to have some fun, fun games and performances to talk about on Monday when we do Winners and Losers of the Weekend. Yoke. Tough line, tough line. It's a little too big for my liking, but I'll take the nugs. Jokic versus Jared Allen. Yeah. Love it. Be good. All right, let's get to Tweet of the Night. Mmm. Tweet of the Night. Wow. Twitter. Tweet of the Night is very simple. It's a video from at King Cake Baby. <laughs> It's back. Yeah, Mardi Gras season. Oh. Creepy little video from the King Cake Baby. Oh my god. Getting scarier and scarier, isn't it, Tass? These black drops. Don't like the legs. No, I know. I don't like anything about this. Ah! <laughs> yeah, King Cake Baby, one of sports' most uh, infamous mascots. Sort of like a seasonal mascot. Uh, it was introduced for the, uh, well, the, the Hornets back in the day. Of course, now Pelicans. It's a reference to the tiny little plastic uh, baby that you can find in King Cakes, which is uh, uh, associated with Mardi Gras, a New Orleans classic. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sweet treat. Um, yeah, look at that. Weird. <laughs> this, they just parade this thing around the city of New Orleans for uh, basically the month here. <laughs> People love it. love it. I mean, I do love it, but it's also, it is legit creepy. It is. Yeah. But I do love it. You know, it's, it's <laughs> New Orleans. It's New Orleans. You got voodoo down in New Orleans. I know. I yeah, know. it's great. It's creepy. It's, it's the, it is weird when like you see the full uh, body version of it. It's like, what is creepier? The, the, the face, the actual head mascot mm-hmm. part or the human body within that you... You see, they're all like I don't know. I'm guessing wearing nylons, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, are the arms the performers' arms, or is that part of the? It's performers' costume? arms, but they're wearing like basically nylon, like I said, like okay, uh, like okay. um, uh, like okay, yeah, lycra, lycra. lycra yeah. Thank you. Lycra. Both on the legs and the. Yeah, arms. I think so. I think Ugh. so. And the sneakers, <laughs> a, all weird. That's wild to me. <laughs> Gmon, the stream team says, "King Cake Baby versus Megan." What you got? <laughs> they gotta do a collab yeah, yeah. well you know what's funny I was uh, in doing a little bit of research about King Cake Baby this morning um, I saw a story that the guy that made this mascot for, for Mardi Gras in New Orleans there was like a horror film that was made and he the guy that created this is suing the horror film because it's very similar looking to King Cake Baby like this like evil character i guess in this mm. horror movie <laughs> and i don't know what happened it was Great. a while ago but yeah and it, and i gotta say i saw the two photos and I'm like that's pretty damn similar to king cake baby i hope he wins his lawsuit i hope so too i hope so too <laughs> get All some right. cake king cake man <laughs> have you ever had it i don't think i have i've eaten a king cake yeah. before yeah and fine yeah, yeah. i mean yeah, i think the most exciting part about it is trying to find that little baby in there <laughs> no, it's just a, it's just a normal little cake yeah yeah a sweet cake. Yeah, just a sweet little cake. All right. Uh, well, let's wrap up this drop podcast. A wild one here today with some rapid fire fun. Trey Kirby, you got the questions. We got the answers. Let's do Indeed, it. I do. There was a little mix up in the golf world this week. A golfer named Scott Stallings was surprised that he hadn't yet received an invite to this year's Masters, only to find out that some other guy named Scott Stallings, who doesn't even golf, had been mailed the invite mistake. Not Golf Scott, DM'd Golf Scott, <laughs> sent him the invite, and now it's all good. Golf Scott will be golfing okay. in the Masters. What a story. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Golf Scott, all good. Okay. Probably a big fan of, not Golf Scott, is probably a big fan of Golf Scott at this point. My question to you. <laughs> Does, you said his name is Scott Stallings? Scott Stallings. Does not Golf Scott skateboard? 
I don't know. Stallings? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm Scott Stallings to answer this question. Can we have to have dance a little more? Sure. Nah, here Let's you go. go. This is a question for you. Yeah. Jay Skeets. Yeah. Question I'm going to ask you today. <laughs> As I formulate the question. When's the time you got something in the mail by mistake? Oh, I got a good answer for this. Uh, not too long ago, actually. Uh, a couple weeks ago. We received someone else's Instacart order. Oh. That's fascinating. Um, because I, I think Nora contacted them and like, what do we do? Like, are you going to come back and get this? Like, this isn't ours. We didn't order this. Like, we order from Instacart once, once in a while, but this wasn't ours. We didn't do it. And they're like, nah, just keep it. You know? It's like classic, like, Target when you order something that comes incorrectly or yeah. something. You're like, okay, what do you want us to do with this? Like, just keep it. Yeah, just keep it's it. going to cost more money for you to send it back than the actual item. Anyway... There was a lot of cheese. <laughs> this person ordered six different kinds of cheese. Maybe a charcuterie board was yeah. in their immediate future. I'm not sure. Um, but like Colby Jack and Swiss and Parmesan. I mean, there was tons of cheese. And there was some sparkling apple grape juice. So, and like mm. that to me, we, like, we were trying to like, wow, okay. Like maybe they just like it. Could be. But it also, I think people use that for like, um, like to act as champagne around the holidays for kids kids new year yeah yeah, yeah. and it, it would have worked out in those couple weeks before the holidays so yeah so, so we got that sitting in our house oh you Still haven't popped it we've eaten the cheese yeah, by sure. now you haven't <laughs> popped the apple grape juice no i think it's in um it's in the alcohol cabinet <laughs> uh, why it's not an alcoholic know. yeah but somebody might want a splash of that in something yeah. you like yeah. your crayons around the season yeah. Yeah. not the grapes not I mean, I would drink it. I'll try it. I love juice. I'm a huge juice guy. <laughs> yeah, that's why I thought you popped. I think it's still there. I should put it in the fridge. You yeah. want to drink that cold. Yeah. yeah. Okay, anyway, that's my order. Nice. Our answer. Tass, when is the time that you got something in the mail by mistake? Well, I was going to totally fabricate an answer here, but you just made me think of one uh, where I got doubled up on a tent I ordered from Amazon. They sent two tents. Two tents! Oh. Two tents. <laughs> and uh, we gave one to the Kirby family. That's right. Boom. Yeah. It worked out perfect uh, because you guys needed a tent. It's a great tent. It's a great tent. Had it up in my backyard last week. And uh, we, we play in it. It's a blast. Had some neighbors come by and say, whoa, where'd you get that tent? And I said, actually, I have a second tent. You want it? No, I didn't say that. I could have. You already gave it I've, away. I've already asked for the Kirby's. I've asked for it back. <laughs> Would you give that back to me? No. If I ask for it now, no, no wait. That's my tent. You now. shouldn't. Yeah. You've used it. Yeah. Yeah. Once you've, you've used a tent, you've used it way more than I have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Once you've used you can't the pass tent, pass it on. It's like underwear. That'd be weird. Well, I, I did say we barely use our tent. We use it in our backyard mostly. Right. I said to these people, "You want to borrow it?" Because they want to. They're the thing about buying a tent. Let them test it out. Test tent. Test it out. But you just said once you've used a tent. Well, that's going to be their tent. Can I borrow your tent? But meaning to get a tent. Yeah. Uh, JD, when's the time you got something in the mail by mistake? Literally last week when we were away, I got the package right here. And it's addressed to me, but I didn't order. It's a Secopad non-slip non something or other. It's for the, uh, for the shower. You okay. put it in. There's that. And uh, a couple of deep clean... 
cleaning gum things. Oh, you love cleaning your teeth. I do love cleaning so my teeth. So you didn't, or they just I, yeah, showed I, up, but it they said just showed Jason up, but Doyle? it's addressed to me. Wow, weird. right here at the Classic Factory. I'm having the exact same thing happen at home. I've gotten two packages since we've come uh, back from the holiday break, addressed to me. One was a cordless phone. Wow, <laughs> what's going on? Got a cordless there? phone one, and then uh, yesterday one showed up like. 48 energy drinks and a container of pre-workout. Oh, and they're all addressed to me as well. I don't know what's going on with the distribution centers down here. Are these uh, coming uh, ad reads? Hey, guys, that's what doing? I was going to say. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, are you slipping in the shower nonstop? <laughs> Do you need to deep product? clean your gums? <laughs> Damn, we're too old. They're sending us non, non-slippers for the shower. <laughs> non-slippers for the shower and a cordless phone. Like, a cordless These people phone. must be at least 81 years old. Yeah. <laughs> I'm worried about there's a somebody in my neighborhood, like an elderly person who is still in their shower. They've slipped and they're in their shower. And their gums are bleeding. And their gums are bleeding yeah. all over the place because I've got their stuff. <laughs> I don't even know what to do with it. Like, you just send it back to Amazon? They don't want it. Exactly. You contact you, them like, yeah, Just keep give it. it to somebody. Yeah. Great. I'll uh, hook yeah. up my cordless phone. <laughs> I did keep the pre-workout, though. Laura's like, you don't need that. It's like... Just wait. <laughs> Just wait. Just wait for these muscles. <laughs> Yesterday, we debated whether the Bulls and Raptors should blow it up at the trade deadline. Spoiler alert, we're homers. So, of course, we said, no, we want to keep our guys. <laughs> but, fellas, what's something that does need to be blown up and started over, Skeets? Well, this was uh, trending on Twitter the other day. We need to blow up anything and everything to do with uh, Atlanta traffic. Uh. Just rip up all the roads and start over because uh, Atlanta has some of the worst traffic in uh, America, especially considering its size, inefficient layout of interstates and interchanges and the public transportation system. Uh, Marta, it's a joke. Uh, A lot of this is uh, the direct consequence of (laughs) century-long efforts uh, to segregate the races here in Atlanta, unfortunately, but it's, it's bad. It really is bad, and I don't even drive all that much. Uh, compared to some people who are like sitting in gridlock for like hours at a time a day, but I just say start over. <laughs> start <laughs> take the everybody, down. everybody, get a bike for a little bit, and then we can just redo all the roads and make them more co-op. <laughs> Where are we gonna ride the bikes? What? Where are we gonna ride the bikes? On the grass, on the okay, yeah, <laughs> through people's lawns. Yeah, through the, people's yeah, lawns. Yeah. yeah, or walk. Yeah, you could do that. No, you can't walk in the city. Tires. That's the issue. I mean, you can't. But whew. and it doesn't all it doesn't help too that there are countless bad drivers in yeah. this city yeah. <laughs> that don't use signals and they're driving like they got a bunch of uh, tables from Eddie Munster in their back seat. Right? <laughs> yeah. They're distracted. Bunch of dirty folding tables. Don't bunch ask. Dirty tables. Don't ask <laughs> don't about ask. the tables. Don't it's ask. a drop. Yeah. Uh, I wish Lee was here so I could really confuse. <laughs> <laughs> hey Tass. <laughs> What is something that does need to be blown up and started over? That's a great question, Trey. Uh, (laughs) I was looking at this question with my significant other on our couch. Thursday evening. It's late. It's 9 p.m. For us, that's late. Uh, (laughs) We are old. (laughs) Well, it's it's 9, and, and we're just, you know, we're hanging. This happens every Thursday. I'm sitting on the couch. That's That's when I do it. Danielle's usually beside me. And what needs to be blown up is I need to stop asking her. Because oh. it goes nowhere. Uh, it's not the right time. It's not the right time to ask her. It, I, so we went you're back saying, and forth you're about this question. You're saying help with your rapid fire answers, right? Yeah, just, yeah. yeah it's just a, it's a topic of conversation for us. Honey, 
honey, I just want to talk to you. So can you talk to me about these answers? She just really doesn't want to have anything to do with it. So initially, why I say we need to blow it up. Initially, I said, what is something that does not need to be blown up and started over? And she said, it does need to be blown up. So you need to blow it up. And I said, no, it does. What? We went, had hold back on, and forth. There was a debate. Are you serious? Yeah. I had this exact same conversation with Nora last night. <laughs> I read this. As what does not need to be blown up. Yeah. I start over. And I'm asking Nora for her <laughs> advice. And then I'm like, hold on, hold on. This, this doesn't make a lot of sense. No. This is incredible. This We had this, this exact, exact same conversation. All right, guys. What's yeah. something you would not change at all? I know, but yeah. for some reason, I read it that way, too. <laughs> and that's what my answer was. I don't know why. So it, per- it pertains to something that does not need to bl- be blown up. <laughs> so I don't know if you want that, Trey. Yeah, sure. Well, don't blow up the <laughs> Buffalo Bills uh, because they're going to win the whole thing. They're going to win the whole thing for DeMar Hamlin. Wow. Good news for DeMar Hamlin. Yep. Uh, he went into cardiac arrest on Monday. If you didn't hear the, the biggest sports story, he collapsed on the field against the Bengals, but he is neurologically intact in the hospital. He's communicating via drawing things, writing things out. He asked about the final score. Uh, in the game, so hopefully everything is improving on that end. As yep. as of Thursday, it was improving. He is on a ventilator, so not not in the clear at this point. Mm-hmm. But uh, hopefully for Demar Hamlin, uh, he will be you know, watching his teammates win and uh, everything good, and all the people who contributed to his foundation. Awesome people because oh he raised uh, a ton of money for What's kids, it at kids now? in need. <laughs> last I saw, it was like five million plus. Oh wow! Yeah, last I saw, it was three million. So yeah. a lot. Good answer, even if it wasn't the question. (laughs) (laughs) JD, what is something that does or does not need to be blown up and started over? What does need to be blown up? Mother's Day. Oh, interesting. It's it's lame. It's not enough. Brunch, some flowers. We should. It should be like a a week long affair, like a celebration. To end all celebrations, it should be the biggest holiday of the year, Mother's Day, mm. next to Father's Day, which should be two weeks. <laughs> right. Just kidding. No, no. Mother's Day is not enough. It's what's, what enough. they're doing for Mother's Day right now. It's insufficient to honor the mothers out there. Okay. I like that. That's all. That's all I'm saying. That's a great answer. Good answer. That. Blow it up. That. As we all know, <laughs> blow, it, blow it up. I do like the idea of saying it about anything that you want changed. Blow it up. <laughs> I can't wait the for, for KOC to be tweeting, blow up Mother's Day on Twitter later. <laughs> As we all know, not only is it trade season, it's also my birthday season. There's only 44 more days to <laughs> shop. Yeah. And I already got a cordless phone, so cross that one off the list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's a season that only you celebrate, Skeets? I mean, I don't know if it's only me. I feel like you guys me might be celebrating this with me, but I celebrate All-Star Weekend. Mm. I love All-Star Weekend. NBA Christmas. It's 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 still fun to me, damn it. Even <laughs> if the dunk contest lets us down and some people are like, oh, it's a dumb exhibition game and oh, where is it? Oh, it's cold weather. I love it. I like now that there's a tiny bit of a break after it, too. We can recharge the batteries, get ready for the second half of the season, get ready for the playoff push. I celebrate All-Star Weekend. I'm an All-Star sicko through and through, through and through. So I, I'm a fan of it. That's a good one. Yeah, it's it's a really good spirit. Good uh, for me, I celebrate tax season. Love it. <laughs> it's right now, baby. 
Tax season starts when the calendar turns. Oh my god. Oh god, I this love guy. it. Sicko. Because it's business. <laughs> it's business time. Yeah, it is. I do appreciate Nothing you better. help with our taxes. Nothing better. Yeah, I hand it all over to somebody else well, for sure. Oh, man, look, nice yeah. I still like it. Yeah. Oh, because I was doing it Thursday night on my couch beside Danielle. I was preparing my tax forms because it's the oh most God. wonderful time of the year. Doesn't get better. No wonder Danny's so pissed at you. He's celebrating tax season. Can and you go get that form? Find that questions. form. Dig into your email. Use the search bar. Find that form I'm looking for here on January 5th. Oh, wow. I wouldn't you do really that. get started, eh? I wouldn't do that wow. to her. I do it to myself, though. Yeah, it was 920. I spent a good 15 minutes looking for tax forms. I got it. I got okay, it. Uh, let's finish up these rapid-fire questions. I got some tax stuff to yeah. do. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, JD, what's a season only you celebrate? Yeah, I, I'm. I ask my wife about these questions too, and she's like, "You don't celebrate anything. Yeah. There's nothing you celebrate." I canceled Christmas this year. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't cancel Christmas. You were on a European yeah, went on vacation. vacation. We had our 20th anniversary coming up in two days, and I'm like, "Hey, our anniversary's coming up." <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, thank God you reminded me because I forgot." Uh, which we probably won't celebrate because uh, we never do. But one thing that I celebrate, a cool day here in Atlanta. Oh. I'll wake up, I'll look at my uh, my phone, and I'll go, whoo, 15 degrees Celsius? A little fist bump because I'm hot 90% of the time oh, here. Man. So that's it. Cool days. You won't celebrate your 20th wedding anniversary, nah. but you celebrate it being cool. 15 degrees Celsius. Yeah, or you know, between windows. 15 and nothing below zero, but you know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, you sleep with the windows open. Last night, slept That's with the a chilly oh, yeah. night. It was chilly last yeah. night. Yeah, yeah. But you get snuggy under the under the. Oh, I like that feeling, like but that top was... of your, you sleep in a hat? a hat? It's like you're sleeping in a, full, in a tent. Full onesie, you know. Had the feet in the onesie. Yeah. Windows open. It was nearly freezing these last guys, night, wasn't it? These guys too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. They like Wait, in the blanket. winter? Uh, not in the winter. I mean, last night. But it was cold last night. Last night it was cold. Was Down like, near we gotta, zero. We got to close it. And she's like, no. No, no, no. It's good for you. Is it? <laughs> is it good for circulation? No, no, no. But I think it's nice. Rachel hates it. Like, you know, we're borderline divorce every time I leave it open. That's why we don't celebrate our anniversary. This could be the last one. But do you sleep in do you sleep in pajamas? No, usually just my undies. Okay. No top. Just in case something happens. No top. Yeah, you know, like I used to be a Starkers. But uh, you know, you have kids and then sometimes you wanna you gotta deal with shit in the night and I don't wanna show up in my son's room after a nightmare and your naked dad yeah. is standing there. That'd be Double nightmare. That's scarring. <laughs> Double nightmare. It's like King King baby. You're like, I gotta go you. back to sleep to the nightmare, please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, that's rapid fire. Not so rapid, is it? But a lot of fun. Guys, thank you for joining us here for the Drop Podcast. Let's hear all your thoughts on the first fan all-star voting returns, last night's games, what's coming up this weekend. We're back on Monday with No Dunks. Winners and losers of the NBA weekend. 10 a.m. Eastern here in the Classic Factory. Appreciate all those five-star ratings and reviews. Keep them coming. Like the vid and subscribe to No Dunks if you haven't done that as well. Clever Bros. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. And remember, Merry Christmas to the Armenians and the Armenians only. <laughs> Greeks, Russians, 
Serbs, whatever. Whatever you're yeah, doing. I thought, I thought they were the seventh. I okay, honestly did. Matter. I thought fine. they did. But, uh, yeah, Merry Christmas to everybody still <laughs> celebrating. Brace the weekend, people. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.